Good day, I am Manal, a Labour Legal Advisor in CISA Cape Town. Good day everyone, my name is Stefan, I'm also a Labour Legal Advisor at CISA Cape Town. Stefan, today we're going to take a closer look at the ins and outs of fixed term contracts and the requirements to consider for when employers are contemplating appointing prospective employees on such a contract. Yes, so fixed term contracts have often enjoyed the scrutiny of our labour courts. This is normally as a result of employers using these contracts on the mistaken impression that employees, so employees' employment can simply be terminated at a stage. Yes, indeed. Employers are often not aware of the Section 198B of the Labor Relations Act, which provides for employees who are appointed on fixed-term contracts for longer than three months to be deemed permanent employees. This section does, however, not apply to all employers. So, in terms of Section 198B, That section will not apply to employees who earn over the earnings threshold determined by the Minister of Labour in terms of Section 6 of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. It will further not apply to employers who employ less than 10 employees and it will also not apply to employers who employ less than 50 employees and who have been in business for less than two years. So let's consider the use of fixed-term contracts by comparing this contract to that of a normal contract of employment. A contract of employment usually terminates on one of the following grounds, either termination due to misconduct, resignation by an employee, or a fluxion of time. Either the fixed time period as stipulated in the contract has lapsed, or the condition upon which the contract was entered into has been fulfilled. This in itself does not constitute dismissal. Yes, the problem in fact comes in when one considers the extended definition of dismissal in terms of the Labor Relations Act. This creates a situation of an expectation of renewal of a contract created by the employer on the part of the employee. And where the employer then does not extend that contract on same or similar terms, but in fact extends it on less favorable terms or does not extend the contract at all. So, Stefan, what would be regarded as a reasonable expectation of renewal? So, the courts will look at the direct and indirect conduct of the employer. So, in fact, the wording of the original agreement will not play such a big role. An employer, unfortunately, therefore, enjoys little protection if his conduct creates a clear and reasonable expectation of renewal on the part of the employee. As a result hereof, it's of paramount importance that the fixed-term contract be linked to an external operational requirement that's vital to the operations of the business, such as, for an example, an employee replacing another employee who is temporarily absent due to, let's say, maternity leave, or if there's a temporary increase in workload, or the appointment for a specific project, which has a clear start date and end date. When these time periods lapse, the contract terminated and the issue of dismissal will only arise if there is a reasonable expectation of renewal. Yes, now the laws regulating victim contracts have also been amended by Section 198 capital B. As previously mentioned, there are certain employers that would be excluded. However, the Act clearly defines a fixed-term contract as a contract that terminates on the occurrence of a specific event, the completion of a specific task or project, or on a fixed date, which is not the normal or agreed age of retirement. So in terms of the amendment, employers may offer fixed-term contracts as long as it's not longer than three months. 
If the fixed term contract or successor fixed term contracts are for longer than three months, such a contract will only be permissible if the nature of the work is of a limited duration. The employer can also prove any other justifiable reasons for fixing the time period. This again speaks to the previously raised points of an external operational requirement. So the amendments therefore create certain circumstances under which the use of a fixed term contract would be appropriate. We're going to outline four. There are more in the Act. Firstly, a fixed term contract would be appropriate if an employee is replacing another employee who is temporarily unable to work. Secondly, where the circumstances provide for a temporary influx of work that is expected to last for a period less than 12 months. Thirdly, where the employee is employed for a specific project that is for a limited duration. And lastly, where an employee is employed as a seasonal worker. So in summary, the risks of a fixed-term contract would be if you conclude a fixed-term contract for longer than three months and the nature of the work is not of a limited duration and the employer cannot provide any further justifiable grounds for fixing the term. The result will then be that the fixed term will fall away and be deemed an indefinite time period. Yes, there's another very important aspect that a fixed-term employee may not be treated less favorably than a permanently employed employee as long as they do same or similar work. If we just revert back quickly to the expectation of renewal, this was recently a topic of case law in the case of KK versus Ikala FET College, where the original fixed-term contract was extended as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, in this case, the employee's six-month fixed-term contract came to an end and expired at the end of March 2020. However, it was extended for a further time period of two months due to the employee being unable to complete certain projects as a result of the lockdown measures. When the employee's contract was not renewed after the extension, she claimed that she had been unfairly dismissed. Yes, so the CCMA then noted that the applicant employee had to prove that a reasonable expectation of renewal had been created. It was common cause that the original fixed-term contract was extended for the completion of specific tasks. No tasks had in fact been uh, completed within the two-month extension. The CCMA eventually then found that the applicant had not proven that a reasonable expectation of renewal had been created by the employer and that the employee subsequently did not prove that she had been dismissed. Thank you, Stefan, and thank you for listening to our recording today. We hope that you found the information informative, and as can clearly be seen, fixed-term contracts can be technical in nature, and as such, we advise to contact your local CISA office for case-specific advice.